What's up, people? Will Clark here. Hope you're doing well. On this episode is one of my best homies in the world, Born Dirty. Uh, don't really need to give him any intru- introduction, but if you don't know who he is, he produces sick house music um, from France, lived in England for a long time, lives in LA right now, and is one of my best mates. So, welcome into the podcast, Born Dirty. Mr. Born Dirty, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's going. It's going good. <laughs> what color is your hair right now? It's uh, yeah, it's kind of blue, blue that blue green. I don't know what's the term, like the right name for it. Is it aqua or some shit? Turquoise. Tur- yeah, I'm the there French. Go, I'm the French one. I should be the fancy one, but you are. What? It's all, it's all <laughs> these. Uh, it's all these. Uh, pull-ups in the barn can you bring your phone closer i can't hear you yeah turquoise uh, hair man turquoise hair uh but yeah i mean uh you know what about you what color your hair <laughs> gray mate gray like three strands of hair i have left <laughs> <laughs> turning gray uh tell me about I'm, it i'm still debating about that uh the ho- all the the hair transplants and I'm like, do I do it or do I just shave it off? Well, look, well I've told you, I've told you for a while now, you should shave it off. It would look sick. That is a one hundo. But um, I have like a couple of close friends that's done it. It's done it. They went to Turkey. Apparently, I don't know why yeah. it's over there to do it. Um, I'm sure everywhere else too, but I'm sure they they have like really good. They do really good work there and probably for cheaper. That's why they probably all go there. I think that's I think that's the reason why like it's like fifty grand in England or the US. Well, it's probably more in the US. Yeah. But I think in Turkey it's like six grand for what they would do in the same yeah. England. You you know they charge per hair. Yeah. So it's I crazy. need a fucking lot of it. Well getting thin on top, baby. So were so were my friends. And honestly, uh they are so fucking happy they are so happy and honestly i've seen like so i've seen one of them and i couldn't fucking tell at at first i was just at first my first reaction i didn't think about it but my first i was just like something something's Something's changed changed. yeah something's changed bro yeah looking good but then i realized that's what happened so it's probably worth it if you know you can be bothered like doing the whole going through the whole process that's all yeah i don't know if i can be bothered yeah let's wait till uh let's wait till rona's gone yeah we can uh make some cash back <laughs> young young rona uh but yeah um good old rona you uh you you know meanwhile you should just shave it off yeah but i think when i shave it off it's game over don't think i'm doing it again don't think it's coming back nah doesn't work like that no? No, it doesn't work like that. I don't know. No, no, I'm telling you. Do you know I used to be a barber? Of course you do. But yeah, you know. Of course. <laughs> Come on. Can you not remember holy shit? <laughs> well, some of it. But yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that, actually? I think it was... That wasn't last year. It was the year before we did mm, barbershop. Yeah, party. 2000... Is it 18 or 17? I can't remember. 17, I think. No, it was 17, probably. Uh, I didn't do last year, Damn. and the year before that, that's the we one we we just yeah we did we didn't do no we didn't do the barbershop. No, we, we didn't we didn't do barbershop. Did no, we, we just, only we just played, 
We played back to back. We killed it for like half an hour, and then we're like, okay, let's try and clear the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> that was a classic. Two songs in, drum and bass, and then grind. That's that's what destroyed the dance floor. That's all it took. <laughs> oh, two tunes. It was pretty sick. Um, I miss uh, I miss doing these sets like where you can just play what you want. You know, like I I really in fact yeah. No, go on, Karim. No, just just I I really I kind of like I learned. I learned how to DJ with techno, uh, with vinyls and techno. It was just like techno, techno, techno. And then the next thing the guy had, because I didn't have turntables and and, 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 and and vinyls then, he only had techno and hip hop. So it was techno, techno, techno. It was easy to learn to beat match. <laughs> and then it was just like yeah. hip hop. And then from there, I was just like mixing hip hop and techno. And then from there, it was just like, holy fuck, you can just like mix anything. And I really miss like the times where it was just like, anything goes like you can play anything you want and in the uk especially in london back then you could just play what the fuck you want people didn't care like they did the, the, if you were into drum and bass they really cared like if you played anything else than that one yeah, type yeah, yeah. of you know that that sub genre of drum and bass yeah no but other than that i really missed the times where a dj could play anything and that was fun yeah that holy shit was fun for that i think i think there's a few djs that are actually tr- doing it more now but it's still like, still in the same genre. It's not like people won't jump from like hip hop, house, techno, drum and bass. Like they won't go around everywhere. It'll just be like straight up 4 4. I don't know. I guess some of the Dirty Bird guys go from techno to, or house to drum and bass, but it's not really like a night of it. It's like one yeah. record here or there. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Is And that in itself, is still um, still kind of dope because there's not a lot of DJs that we just risk to play. Even one record that has nothing to do with, uh, you know, the night yeah. they're playing in or, you know, whatever the, the sets are usually are. And enters the monster, hey. Dharma. I thought, can't daddy just the have world's like a famous, Come The world's famous guard dog. Yeah, she's incredible. She loves you, though. You she should set up an Instagram for her. No. No, absolutely Come on, not. man. You live in LA. You have to. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cool thing. I really don't. I, uh, I I'm surprised the wife wouldn't. hasn't. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, no. I, I kind of like, I'm just, I think, well, look. You know, if you want to have an Instagram for your dog, that's cool. That's all good with me. I'm just not going to follow a dog on Instagram, and um, definitely don't want my, don't want people to follow my dog on Instagram. I'm already posting <laughs> enough on my page with her on it. This is true. This is true. Yeah. This is true. I was in your studio, man. I'm posting too much. Am I posting too much? Way too dog? much. T- too much dogs. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> I know. Like like the odd dog picture. One of my friends, she's just, or she's got a British bulldog. Yeah. And it's like, cute. I I followed the dog Instagram. It's fucking dope. Like, just makes me happy. I like, I like French bulldogs as well. I like following them. They just, they just make me happy. They're cute. At. They're cute as hell. Yeah. Let me just turn this thing down a little don't bit. Don't think I'd ever, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd actually get one, but they're cute to look at. The thing is, having a dog obviously is it's a massive commitment. 
I, at the moment, it's... Like a child. It really is. It really is. It's just like, it's... My friend told me this the, the other day. It was just like, if you're planning to have a child, like, have a dog first, you know? Just see what's up, <laughs> you know? Like, and it really is. It really is. Um, and we're planning to have a second one. But anyway, enough do- dog talk. Um, you know, because... How's the new studio? Yeah, new, new, new studio is great. Uh, new studio... Like, you know, I was worried about the size of it because it's a lot smaller than, than my other one, than the one that my previous one. But this is, this the vibe is great. Took a second to Dope. really, like, realize it, but it's, I'm not used to have the speakers, like, so close to me like this. But um, it actually is fucking sick. It really, really is dope. I feel like I'm in the capsule, you know, and I really love that. Yeah, yeah. So Have you made anything anything good in there? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dope studio though. Great to sit in. Yeah, no, I just sit I just sit in there and play like fucking like Smash Bros. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you know, with amazing like the sounds amazing. But um no no, I, I actually um because of everything's going right now and da 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 da. But um since I came back from from, from Europe um, I, which I, I managed to come back to the US like last second before they closed yeah. the borders. And um, I don't know, I was just, you know, we talked about this, but I was, I was, uh, I was rinsed out. I was rinsed out. I was, I think everyone was, everyone is, everyone's just burnt out, but we don't realize it because it's yeah. just the pace we take all the time. It's just the pace. We get up, we go, we work, we go, we go, we go, we go. It's constantly go, go, go. And then suddenly you slow down. And suddenly you stop, like you know. So that's what that's what it was like for me. I was just like, I'm, I haven't. The the thing is, I haven't really made much music because the first week, ten days, I was literally just like laying down, just chilling, kicking chilling. it, you know, facetiming friends, family, like relaxing, just like get, regroup, you know. Like, and I feel like so much better now. So yesterday and the day before, I was in the studio and actually made some fucking dope shit. I really did. That's cool. That really interesting you say that because I've I've spoke to two other two other people or two, I've done two other podcasts this week, and they're but they're both like all three of them were in they're in like the restaurant industry and they've pretty much said exactly the same thing is that like all of Rona is just like giving everyone a bit of time to just chill the fuck out. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> just, just take some time out and it, yeah, without going on about it, I think going on about the fact that it's just nonstop and especially at the, like, it's not like we can necessarily afford to take two months off in what we do because we're not at the level where we're earning tens of thousands of dollars every show where you can take time off if you want. But even yeah. if you if you are at that point, I don't think you are taking time out because I just think you just take full advantage of it whilst you're there, whilst you're at the top. And, and I just don't think it it's, gives you that time to take off. Um, yeah. And now with like festival season, doesn't there's no such thing as festival season. It's all year round. Yeah. And there's always like small town touring off festival season. So I I completely agree with you. It's been really, for me, this week has been like really weird because it's like, it's been really nice being back home, spending time with family, writing a load of new music. But it's also been like, 
I'm writing music, but I'm not necessarily writing what I really want to write. But then how do I get into the zone to really write what I want to write? And I think that's just time. I think it's time. And also it's accepting that when you don't want to write, it's okay. When you don't want to like connect with your ability to write, it's okay. And not feel guilty about that and do other things. And then also, I'm saying this to myself. And, and ex for example, yesterday I, I made literally a friend of mine sent me a folder of I was FaceTiming someone, a friend of mine, Romeo, which you know, the singer. Yeah. And we were like, he's confined at home, and I was like, this is going back to what we're talking about. But he, he I was, what are you doing? Same, same, same. We're all kind of on the same creative, like creative block. Not sure what to do to do. You know, everyone's like questioning everything. Uh, not everybody, but. Most people I spoke to, but, um, and then he was like, oh, let me send you this folder of like loops and stuff that I have. I was like, sweet. And then he sent it to me and then I've listened to it and I was like, shit, man, let's just make an EP in like a week. Like, let's just make, let's just make some stuff. Let's make yeah. some, some stuff, you know, like not like a house track, a techno track. I was like, and literally just made like an absolutely slammer of a hip hop banger. And then like another, yeah. like kind of like 110 super slow like caribbean like really vibey trippy shit yeah which i would never in general make at the moment because i'm constantly in this pace of like gotta make the next single gotta make the next ep yeah where's yeah, the yeah. b-side where's the remix where's it you know and it's, so i think now is a good time for all the creatives whatever it is to really let go of what they kind of like feel they have to do and then just explore doing other things I totally agree. It's something that I've always I I I'm kind of that classic where I feel guilty if I'm not writing. I feel guilty if I sit on on the sofa and put a film on um if I'm at home and I'm not working in the studio I like feel guilty massively and it's yeah. like something that I I think and I think that's what I've had an issue with this week cuz I've actually written like 3 all right records this week and I'm like still beating myself up about it. I'm like, well, you should have done like a record a day. Why, why the fuck are you not doing that? But also I think writing, I th writing stuff that I don't usually write, which I, I've done one record this week of like more like down temporary stuff. And it's like, it's so refreshing. It's so nice to just be able to just write shit. Yeah. And not worry. I, I was messing around with some like modular synth today and uh not like like software modular synth and it gave me a massive headache but it was it was fun if you know what I mean and yeah I wouldn't necessarily do that but I guess that's how create how you become more creative by just doing stuff that you wouldn't usually do It is it is 100% like that but also you know that I don't know. Like sometimes I'm really I'm tr I'm trying to tap in that feeling I used to have at the beginning of when I was making music, and I don't mean producing. I mean like literally the first time I picked up a guitar and I started playing it or whatever, whatever it was. Like where I had no purpose of creating for anything else than creating. Mm -hmm. It was just that pure just joy of like, yeah. you know, you could listen to a fucking wave 
and just like really fall into it and it's just like kind of like just just go you, you would make a 10 minute track it didn't matter you know because yeah. there was no one that came like knocking at your door and be like hey like it's got to be like this long this length this word this this arrangement you know everything so this thing i'm trying to really like let go like right now like i have for a while and then now i have the chance to actually do have a fit so it's, i'm just really doing yeah. it yeah i think it's a good it's a good thing it's to dope. just tap in there i mean also i know you love like you love like other type of music you love the you know the the slower stuff like the the down tempo yeah. shit the trip hop shit like you should really go for it like that's that's the you know cuz you look, look I've listened to your next records. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> You're good for a minute. So that's your chance to do it. It's like it's your literally your chance to like, you know, not even every day, but just like, you know, it's, it, it, you will feel better. And then when you're going to go back to making like your bangers, and I don't like to call them bangers, but you know what I mean? The singles. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you would feel even better to do them because you actually, you know, express yourself doing something else, you know. I think that's the cycle. It's the cycle yeah, we need to do. I was t- some 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 guy DM me the other day, and he was asking me for like a one on one tuition on like how to how to produce and stuff like that. And did he did he offer you twenty five dollars an hour? <laughs> <sighs> probably, <laughs> probably like ten bucks at this moment. Yeah, I I took it and need, need all the money I possibly can right now. <laughs> Um, but now I was, I was like, why, like, why, why do you want me to teach you one-on-one? And he was like, well, I want to like know stuff quickly. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to tell you stuff that I know and you're just going to go and do it. But during that process of learning by yourself, you learn so many things that other people were never going to learn. Yeah. And you make so many like beautiful mistakes, which turn into beautiful things. And I said to him, I was like, how long have you been producing for? And he was like, two months. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. Like Rome wasn't built in a day. And I know it's kind of cliche to say that, but like, I truly think people, and this is kind of how I did it is like, get and just put the hours in yeah. and you will make so many fucking mistakes. Yeah but you're going to make so much amazing music from that. And from those mistakes that you, if even when you're like trying to copy somebody's record, you, you fuck up every time. Yeah. But by fucking up every time you make something that you can, that is your sound and make something as you as an artist. And I think, I think especially now is like, it gives so many people the chance to just make whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. It is, it is. I mean, the the the. I think it's a it's a. They're um, wanting to. I think I don't know if it's a, the new generation or. I always think about this, like how, like, cause I I came across this, like talking to, younger producers or people that want to learn, yeah. and they always want to learn fast. Um, yeah. and I guess it's just in the nature of where you know this is how we are today like everything's fast Mm -hmm. you can go on youtube learn anything you want you can go you have access to everything so it's almost like a given that you can and you know most of us have access to everything not everybody but like you know like it's just it it's anybody that's listening to the this podcast has access to anything exactly you know what i mean like so you want to learn fast you want to do it but 
you know, at the end of the day, it's really, like you said, like, if you don't put the time in, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess the thing is some some people don't really care about that. They don't want to put the time in. They don't want to go deep into it. They just want to have the result fast so they can be part of something fast. It's kind of like backwards, you know, to the reasons like what people just do things. Like if you do music because this is, it pours out of you everywhere all the time, it doesn't matter if you learn fast or not. You just want to do it. That's yeah. all. You breathe it. You know what I mean? You breathe it all the time. Sounds cliche, but that's the truth. It's just like, I can't, when I was like learning and growing up, I was just like, I didn't give a shit about anything else than just fucking music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. And you're right. The mistakes were I, the best. You know? Yeah, I think obviously like you and I grew up in pretty similar generations. I guess you're a bit older, but not much older. Yeah. Um, but I was watching a roundtable on YouTube last night, which was like a roundtable with Hans Zimmer. Um, I can never pronounce his name, Max Wiles Church, and like loads of other film film kind of producers, music producers. Um, and they were all saying that like they, it was their passion, if you know what I mean. Yeah, to make the, that, music. Yeah. Um. And they were lucky that they got, like, we're all lucky that we're doing what we're doing now. But I also think, and I don't want to sound like that dickhead that's like says nowadays it's different, because of course it's different. Like, we go through different times. But I think <clears throat> with Instagram and social media, I think what happens is people see the fame and the glory, but then don't necessarily see the 12, 15, 20 years work behind. Yeah of that's right of how to get there and i think it's the same with like anything it's like every youtuber like that's extremely successful has taken them years to get to where they're at every like instagram model is taking them a very fucking long time and a lot of booty shots to get to where they got <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> ah. but i are you talking I about are you talking like, about my instagram <laughs> My booty shots. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Live for those booty shots. <laughs> oh, man. Um, your legs are looking very good today, by the way. I've <laughs> been, been working, bro. <laughs> been working out. Dude, talking of working out, I've uh, tested the home gym out for the first time this yeah, morning. Yeah, so how is it? It looks sick. It's, I only saw the, it's the, good, the only saw, was it the pull-up thingy. Oh, well, that's pretty much all it is. It's got a pull-up bar and then got a, just, like, a load of, like, old weights. Sick. Um, So I did 100 pull-ups this morning and a load of back work. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you, 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 before you explain the, uh, your, 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 I'm just going to make the music in the background while you tell. Like, dun, 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 What you been doing this morning? Hundred chin-ups. Some back work. It's like Rocky Four, like in the barn. You, you're the one with the punch. Have you still got the punch bag out the back? No. Was that in your old place? I need. Uh, I need. Um, I need to. I want to get like a a proper one. Um, and yeah. 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 I got the gloves out yesterday for the first time. MMA ones or the boxing ones? No, just uh, white tie boxing. 
Yeah. Um, but nice. uh, it feels... You've been to Thailand? I haven't. That is very strange because I would love to. Uh, and, and I've been to Asia many times, but not to Thailand. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm probably going to book a ticket tomorrow and, and go next week. <laughs> <laughs> the beach will be mine. <laughs> yes, it will. Oh, I beaches. don't know what's going on over there. Are they on lockdown over there? Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure the whole of Asia be. is on the lockdown. Um, my friend just posted. I don't really. <laughs> we we say we won't we won't talk about this, but uh, too much. So, but yeah, I just I just read. I haven't looked. To be fair, I haven't really looked into the whole thing. But I I'm, I I have read a tweet of a friend that said that. It's crazy in India right now. It's like insane, you know. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Asia is on the is on the lockdown, um, hopefully. But yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I don't know how long we're gonna be in, but it's the time to. I'm gonna use that time to do shit for sure. Um, Make some music, chill out, cook some food. Yeah. Well, we made some banging. We made some banging chocolate pudding. Uh, and whipped cream last night. It was. You should have sent me. I would have put it on. Will makes you hungry. I'll I'll take a picture. It's in the fridge. I left it. You need to take pictures. Yeah, yeah. Take pictures, baby. We let we you know I I don't like to eat it uh, warm. Some people do, but I don't. I like it cold. Um. So. It's because you're a cold human being. I'm so cold, bro. I'm the. I'm <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Darth Vader's Darth Vader's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader's great granddad, more like <laughs> he taught Darth Vader. <laughs> you actually you're very, very, um, very right. I am a granddad. That's I, I know. That's it, I know. I just cooked. No uh, calls me. What did you cook? How was that beef? I just, the beef stew. How was that? Ah, uh, oh, the beef stew was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. It was like, yeah, it took like. Cooked it overnight for like 24 hours, maybe longer, 32 hours. Mm. So, yeah, it was like super tender, tasty. Tasted like it was like red wine reduced, but there wasn't any red wine in it. Oh. It was just like super rich. Crazy. Did you have, did you have any yeah, tomato in there? Uh, no. No? No tomatoes. Um, no, it was literally just like leftovers. Um, and then I put some like onions and garlic just to like kind of cook it all up. And then... Yeah. Some seasoning and uh, stock, beef stock. And then it kind of went in the oven for 24, 32 hours. It was good. Really good. I just cooked um, cooked pizza for the first time. I've never cooked pizza. I've never made pizza. From, the um, scr- from scratch? So I made pizza. F- yeah, from scratch. So I made pizza dough. And then I cooked one of them on the barbecue, which was super interesting. Because <laughs> I wanted to like create like a really hot oven, but I don't have a pizza oven. So, and my parents, at my parents' house, they have an Arga, which I don't know if anyone knows because they're not like big things in, in America, but yeah. Argas are kind of old ovens that, for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what it is, like Argas are like old ovens that just, they kind of, they're constantly on. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard to, to kind of measure the temperature because it's, it's at, this one's actually run by electric now, but to make it hot, you have to like get it hot like a day before and heat it up and it gets hotter and hotter. You can't just yeah. like automatically put it on. Yeah. Um, and in my place, my oven's not 
it's good, but it doesn't go hot enough for a pizza. So the first one I tried on the barbecue, and it it went really well, but I burnt the bottom a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't like the best. Yeah. How, so then how deep the is second, yeah go on sorry yeah and then the second one i put it on the barbecue to like cook the bottom to start with and then i put it in the argo after and it kind of came out perfect yeah so, i was wondering how deep is good, the barbecue how, how deep is the barbecue it's pretty it's pretty big it's like it's like it's it's like it's because but you could you could let you could you could make it so the pizza is higher yeah, what I should have done is put some bricks in there. Yeah. And then put the plate put the exactly. the metal plate that I put that I put the uh the pizza on and kind of had that up so it wasn't direct heat because that was what burnt it really. Exactly. Um But it was good. Tasty. Like you said. I love cooking, man. It's like it's just like music. You make mistakes and then you just you know, flip it, learn change it. it, learn from it. And so how many times have you cooked something you made a mistake of you just not really doing, you know, just freestyling or like, and it's banging. Do you know what I mean? That happens yeah, all the exactly. that happens all the time. And so, then and then many of times you cook something and you think it's gonna be amazing and it's fucking awful. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean to be fair. I, I went yeah. I went around one of my mates uh, about a month ago when I was back in Detroit. And I was cooking. She wanted steaks. I was like, okay, cool. I'll come over and cook steaks. She she has kids, so she didn't she didn't have time to go to grocery store or anything. So I um took some steaks around, and then I got there and she was like, oh, I don't really cook that often. I'm like, okay. I was like, do you have like any kitchen utensils? And she was like, I have a few. Like, didn't even have a knife. Wow. I was like, I was like, this is this is rough. And then pulled out the frying pan and it was a battered old, like, it was awful. And I was like, oh, I'm going to like cook. I like really fancy cooking a nice steak and like enjoying a nice steak. And my word, it was literally the worst steak I've ever cooked. Just because like there was just, it was just impossible to use to cook. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how. Just get a good frying pan. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people, a lot of people don't know how to cook. They've never learned at home. Often because either they the parents weren't really cooking or because the parents were cooking all the time and they were kind of spoiled and they didn't really learn. Yeah, um, I think um, I think in America is I think in Europe, <coughs> cooking culture is much more of a bigger thing. Do you think so? Um, in England, yeah, man, not necessarily in England, but Europe. Yeah, in Europe, yes, but it, well, actually, England is not in Europe, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> we we're out. <laughs> Get your visa to come back, baby. <laughs> not allowed in. Do you know when I went back not, to not letting those fucking went, French people in? <laughs> when I went back to Europe, I uh, like a few weeks ago. Well, yeah. A few weeks ago, when I went back to Europe, I landed in London. I was going to stay overnight. I have. I stayed overnight. But when I got to the airport, I really, I was worried. Because I didn't look into, I didn't look into what I needed to go to London anymore. Like, I just, yeah. you know. And then I got there. I obviously went through fine. But fucking hell, man. Like, just the idea that after living in London for 17 years, now I'm just going to, at some point, going to have to get a fucking visa. <laughs> like, are you kidding? 
I would have loved it so much if they're like, nah, mate. Nah, mate. Sorry. <laughs> not allowed. Not allowed in. <laughs> Go to France. What, what is the protocol now? I don't even know. I don't know. Like, do we, do we have to get visas? No, I, I don't think it's yet, but they've, they're eventually, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind it's, Damn, it, I so much. I, I don't have the information, so I don't want to speculate, but I'm only assuming they just realized that it was a stupid idea, it was too late, and now they just keep <laughs> pushing further, like, oh, you know, eventually we'll do it, you know, and then it's just kind of like, but maybe there is a date. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there is a date, but um, I find it yeah, amazing I that I could... That's how Big Brother, like, the whole thing is scary because I, I, coming in the UK, it was the easiest thing. I literally arrived from America with my passport, put it in a machine, and I was through. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Done. You know what I mean? So they're really, like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary that you can actually just do that. I I don't know, man. I I think borders are kind of fucking screwed. If I'm totally honest, like, what is it? Just as long as you're being nice to people and not breaking the laws, go wherever the fuck you want. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, obviously, I'm not gonna go into politics now. But it's it's just so complicated, <laughs> so complicated, it's so complicated. Um, but yeah, of course, but um. No, the, when I came back to America uh, at the border, he told me um, somehow, I don't know, I, I, I arrived the day before. No, I arrived the same day they were going to close the borders. And somehow that yeah. were, there was in L.A., there wasn't like a lot of people there. Um, I was surprised and I was like happily surprised. But then I got to the to the to the officer and I was just like talking to him. He was super nice. They usually are in LA, um, and we always talk like a quick thing, like music. Well, yeah, rah, rah, rah. but then I was like, "How you guys are holding up?" You know, because you know you seeing all these people, and they're kind of like risking. It's risky for them to be there, obviously. Um, but he was like, "Yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. yesterday we had like he told me he, yesterday thirty thousand people came in like at like in one day like through the borders." In LA alone, damn. Yeah, because everyone rushed home. So yeah, I saw the <coughs> I saw the uh, pictures from New York from JFK, and that was when everyone was coming back from the UK, and it was looked like a shit show. Yep. Um, but not a vibe. Hey ho, life goes on. How was how was being back in France? It was it was great actually. It was it was good. Um, just being with the family. To be fair, I just did family and and pounded by like you know like the doctors, the dentists. The, 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 I did all that stuff. So yeah, it was it was just good to just kind of go back. Yeah, good food. Um, and then stress straight away halfway through because it was just like the pandemic and then <laughs> everyone and the media is like screaming like they fucking the media is so happy they're like having the best time of their lives right now. So, you know, you can't. Well, they have something else to talk about rather than Donald Trump uh, and Brexit. Everything, bro. They're like, all, it's every channel, every minute, it. they're loving it. And then they take all the little stories and then they make it even worse than it is. I'm not saying it's bad. It's not bad. I'm, it's terrible. But I'm saying, like, they will pick things and then they do. They, they, yeah. Anyway, 
Long story short, that shit was awful. It was just like, guys, I love you, but while I'm in here, please, like, no TV, no, none of this shit. Like, I don't need it. Um, but that was... I t- yeah, man. It's <clears throat> I, like, probably look up every other day just to see. I don't follow, like, news. I don't follow media. I don't follow anything like that. I literally, like, <clears throat> on my Instagram and stuff like that, I literally just follow the people who I follow. Yeah. And just worry about that, but same. I I don't know. It's I think it kind of gives me a healthier brain by just not looking at everything every day. And that's not just during this time; it's during every time. Yeah. Like I know people that just literally just watch politics all day, and I'm like, "Fuck's sake, do that's something with your life." Yeah, but just some people like watch TV all day. That's what they do. They just. They think this is where the information is, so it's it's kind of sad because it's not on you know it's not what the information is like you know you're just getting fed all these informations that really you don't need to know if you you can go online and find the real information that you need and s- stick to that you definitely don't need to fucking yeah. listen to fucking Fox News or CBS or fucking <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which they have their own or plan, anything or anything at all. But um, did you uh, did you watch uh, uh, EZ last night? No, I saw it. I think I saw it on someone's um, someone's Some, like someone's Instagram. Feed, yeah. They like did like a story of it. Yeah. But no, I didn't. Was it good? I haven't watched it, but you know, I I remember watching a little bit of it when he did it. I think he did it a couple of years ago. Two, th- I can't remember. Two or three years ago, he did another twenty-four hour marathon. Um, oh, did he do twenty-four hour? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. twenty-four hour. Um, he did it before. Fucking hell, man! What a legend! He's a boss. What a legend! Next level. He's a boss, Next man. Next level. I, I haven't really seen any... I don't really... I haven't really watched any of the live streams. Yeah. No, me neither. I haven't watched a single one. I haven't... I haven't... That's another thing. Like, I think, like, now, today, I am more comfortable with it. And I'm more comfortable getting maybe into it a little bit. But originally, from the get-go... Hey, happy with ev- I mean it. Like every everyone do what they want, and that's cool. It just if you just do it with a good heart, and but I felt a lot of it was just it's just like it's just utilizing a situation and just like to gain more. Yeah, I felt it was more gaining than giving, basically, and that's why. Because yeah. my first reaction was like, yeah, dope. We're gonna do some streaming. Like, let's do it. Like, I I arrived. I was like, yeah, let's figure out how to do some streaming. Rah, rah, rah. And then suddenly I was like, nah, this is kind of like, I don't know. Right now, I just, but it, a lot of, the, a lot of the, the people that listen to electronic music or whatever, they, they love it. They have, an, yeah, yeah. they have an outlet to go and just feel good and, you know, turn. And I mean, you know, I, I see it. Like yesterday, I was just sending some snippets like of my new single, like, I DM like a few people that wanted to hear it, you know, and then a lot of yeah. them go back to me and were saying like literally the same thing. Like they were saying, you know, during those times, it's so nice just to see this, like or to hear this or whatever. So I think a lot of people are really needing um, to have that. But um, I'm going to do a gaming one. I, 
That's cool. Yeah. What game are you going to play? Smash. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. I'm so bad at that. I'm so bad at every game. I just downloaded uh, Hotel Tycoon on my phone because <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love Tycoon games. I love, like, doing business shit. And uh, you need to get a Switch. Yeah. I told it's you. Kind of, get a Switch. Get a Switch. Uh, dude, I'm just like... Get a Switch. Uh, do you know what I do? I kind of want to I kind of want to get an Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. I just want to play Call of Duty. Do it. To be fair. Do it. I just want to play Call of Duty. Well, you should get PlayStation for sure. Yeah. I mean, but... I have I have a PlayStation 4. I don't really use it. Um, I've read that they're just going to release a PlayStation 5. It's incoming, I'm sure. Yeah. So they're going to... You know how much are they? I don't know about the five. I'm I think the PlayStation Four is like three fifty, four hundred or something. Not too bad. No, maybe Rather less. Synth, maybe less. I mean, honestly, you can get a PlayStation Four for probably a hundred bucks, like secondhand. Uh, but um, buy buy PS Four. I'm looking online now. Yeah. Uh. By PS4 Pro. Let's see how much this baby is. Yeah, Why is it... I'm having to click buy now like four times. I know. Buy now. It's now taking me to another website. Uh, I give up. Come on, dude. PlayStation 4 Pro price. They are... Uh, Walmart is 430. Best Buy is 400. 300. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's about that. Um, but <coughs> have you seen the new Sennheiser, um, since that they're doing? No, Behringer since. Oh, the Behringer. They're like remakes they're making. Well, they, they, what, like the ARP and stuff, ARP Odyssey and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I was going to buy. I was going to buy an op. I was like obsessed with getting one, and then finally, kind of like go in front of one again, and then I was like, no, no, I'm just not going to. Not worth it. Nah, no, not really. I'm just happy with what I have. That's all. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to add anything else right now. I really want to just get uh, <coughs> like a polyphonic. Yeah. Synth, yeah, I want to get a really nice polyphonic, but I think eventually I might just get the Moog one. The Moog, Moog, Moog is it Moog one? Which Moog? I can't really remember. <laughs> the Moog one, Moog. there's so many, <laughs> yeah. The 16, is it just is it the Moog one? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. The Moog one, as in, like, yeah, I thought you meant the like, Moog one, I thought you meant like the one, like. A one. No. <laughs> no, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moog. The Moog it's one. It's pretty expensive. Yeah. It's like nine thousand dollars or some shit. Yeah. I think it's gone down now. Oh yes. Yeah, Eight thousand pounds. So yeah. yeah, about the same. Yeah. But I think I'll get that eventually. Yeah. Would be nice. Like just have a go to. It's a mass it's like so you get this and then you kinda don't need anything else. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the kind of the whole point. That's the whole point. I just want to get you, like you pay once one thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, because totally. I have some, you know, I have like. Totally. I have like the. I have the freaking. Uh, I have the Moog uh, Prodigy. I have the Moog Prodigy and it's fucking, it's a banger, but it kind of only does like a few things and then that's it. Monophonic, right? Yeah, it's monophonic. Um, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's a beast of a, of a synth, but yeah, it's. Uh, but you would love the Poly 61 I have. You would love that. You would love that. It's a Korg. Yeah. It's also Korg. Um, Korg, isn't it? Yeah, it's very paddy, almost like trancey for some stuff. Not trancey, like, it's more like big, beautiful pads and stuff. Like very 80s. Yeah, yeah. Very Blade Runner kind Korg of vibe. Poly 61. Yeah, Korg Poly 61. I think um, Artoria. I wonder if they. I wonder if Korg, there's like a soft synth. It's like I it. have never seen a soft synth uh, for the Poly sixty one. I did Artoria do one? Mm, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, I have all the Artoria. I bought the the whole thing. I just bought. Did you just buy the whole pack? Yeah. Yeah, same. It's dope. Bargain, wasn't it? Bargain. I mean, I bought it like for for Black Friday, so it was really cheap. Yeah, I just they just did another sale here. Sick. Today. Amazing. It was like all of it for like a hundred bucks. It was, it was good. Yeah, it's worth it. Really good. So when when's your next single out, mate? Uh twenty it's a Friday, sometimes in April. I moved it to be fair. It's just the it was gonna come out on the twentieth. Uh it was gonna come out, yeah, on the twentieth. Um and then we moved it. So I think we're doing, oh yeah, 17th of April. Here we go. Nice. 17th of April. Mine's, mine's the week before. The what? Mine's the week before. Oh, sick. Which one is it? Yeah. it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. God. That's going to be big. Yeah, baby. So. What's your one? It's the, it's called Kiss. Is that big samba techie samba track okay that's dope yeah i like that you. you send that to me yeah 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 it's uh it's big uh i think i used the kick you gave me on that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was the one that i come was like nice kick baby. yeah that's the one <laughs> <laughs> i used that um yeah so really happy i mean right now i'm just really it's been a while but um, we've talked about this, like the whole label, like being independent, like I really feel good about yeah. this. I know the numbers are lower for me, like because, you know, so so on my on my own, it's, uh, you know, way, way the label, not everybody knows it yet. But I mean, look, like we just did like, I know it was like the Billie Eilish remix. We just did 10,000 plays on my way, way SoundCloud, which yeah. I'm really happy with. Do you know what I mean? It's just like these little it's things. Dope, man. It's just dope. building. Uh, and I feel really good about just being independent right now. Just really, we always are independent, but I mean, by releasing all my music and other people. We're not though. We're not. We're not. We're not always independent. And, <coughs> and I true. think this is the thing that like, <coughs> we, we, we're, I don't know, this is going to go into politics. And I'm down to do this, music politics. But I think a lot of people look at, us like they, they think the only right let's start that one again 
a lot of people think that <clears throat> electronic music is treated the way the same way as pop music where you sign to a label for a certain amount of time and you get paid from that label and you get all of that etc cetera, etc cetera. and you don't unless you're like releasing more commercial records and you're at that point where where you are writing pop music so i think a lot of people were like i get it all the time i get people were like so like why haven't you released on dirty bird like i thought you were signed to them yeah and it's like well i it, the way it works is you sign an individual record yeah so they have no obligation no no label has any obligation to you after releasing that record um so although we are all independent we don't have we have the labels to kind of release the record but that's about it yeah i mean it's uh also by being not being independent is the sense of like your terms unless you've decided all the terms but you know usually when you sign to a label you don't really decide the terms like you don't like you get maybe no. one one of your one or two points whatever but you're not independent in that sense where you don't decide the terms if someone else decides the terms for you which yeah. honestly a lot of the time works because it's okay like they're professionals they know how to release records you would assume yeah and that's what they do and then that's you know look like fucking love releasing records with the right people um yeah but there is something about releasing my music on my own label with my own terms everything like doing ever doing my covers doing the fucking tracks the mastering the this the that the do boom boom bum and just yeah it's, it's so powerful it's so powerful like just feel the yeah, feeling man. you have by doing that and then you know because you've been building your label um and you know you build you you on it right now it's all about it and it's just amazing yeah and the results are when the results are great they're greater because they are on your own terms and label it belongs to you um yeah and it is something a lot of my records are going to come out on way way but i'm really like i'm i'm cuz i'm going to release music from other people like a lot of people sent me music i was really like surprised um and some good shit like so i'm that's dope is it really is yeah. like it, it really makes me feel good like to think that people just want to be part of it and um yeah and some producers that i respect too so it was really cool but point is i'm really trying to figure out the way i can release their music almost you know in with their own terms like but if possible do you know yeah. what i mean like i just i want everybody to be happy you know, I just don't want like be a label. I just don't want to rinse it out. You know, it's not the point. Yeah, it's yeah. not the point. I think, and I think, I think my kind of the reason why I started the label and wanted to do that on my was pretty much the same kind of thing. And it wasn't for me. The issue wasn't really getting my own terms and and worrying about that. For me, it was more so I have no one else to blame. Yeah, if my records That's don't right. perform. That's right. And That's right. It, it's my fault. Like, I'm the boss. And if my team don't perform, it's my fault. It's not anybody else's fault. And yes, l people have their own individual jobs in the label and 
deals that we've done it on the splits. But at the end of the day, it's down. It's only down to me at making sure my team do the job. Yeah. And that filters down from my management and then that filters down into label management and et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of, it, it's all you based on me. It's no, but nobody else. But I think also <laughs> for me, it's like I, when I start releasing other people's music, I want to really be able to give them a whole label kind of treatment where everything that I do for my records, I'm doing for other people's records. That's right. So I'm not, I'm not treating other artists differently to what I treat myself, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I and I only plan next year. I only really plan on getting maybe two or three other artists yep. and just releasing their music and and really being able to like champion those artists and kind of push them in or not push them but allow them to do what they want. Yeah. But also be be there to support them as a label and as a be able to bring them on tour and do things like that. Yeah. And I think that that's for me is something that. It's kind of, I feel, and it hasn't lost, but I feel like I haven't had that in a while from, from other labels. Yeah, I feel you. I'm 1,000% I'm feeling exactly the same and literally emailed someone a few days ago literally saying that, saying that I want to champion that artist and that is the reason I want to sign them on the label, not just to take a track, but just to give them a platform. Yeah that I have, you know? Um, totally. So it is, it's... I, I really like what, um, I really like what uh, Sage Armstrong is doing with the with his label, the yeah. Dumb Fats. Is it Dumb, dumb Fats? Fats? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, it's not really the music that I'm into. It's not really what I play, but I really like the culture they're building around them and the, like... It's it's all it is all about community. Those it's like four of them that are running it, or three of them that are running it, and they're doing it all so like. What's the word? I don't really know what the word is, but it's all like bootstrap. They're all just doing it themselves and just like yeah. bringing everyone together, and I I love that, and I think that's it's really refreshing to see where it's such a competitive market out there now and everyone's fighting for the for that one one stream and fighting for that one playlist and things like that and i think what they're doing is really it's really interesting to see and there's also like <clears throat> there's there's a lot of labels that do some amazing stuff and release some amazing music um but i i think it's just nothing better like like we said is like nothing better than looking at your records that are performing and the one that you release on your own label is performing the most out of all of them. And you can like just hold your hands up and be like, yeah, we did it. Of course. We we haven't made it. We haven't made it, but we've, we've done what we've set out for, for the first, first release of the record. Bro, like imagine like, like releasing something on your own label and getting like hundreds of thousands of streams, you know, I mean, if you're lucky, you can even talk in millions of thousands of streams. And that's, of course, the goal. But even hundreds of thousands, tens of, t- tens of yeah. you know, 10,000 streams. Like, it's a lot of plays. It's a lot of, it's yeah. a lot of plays. In this. Of course, we're so used to, like, 
hopefully, you know, getting the hundreds and then some tracks make a million or whatever. Then when we look at 10,000 plays, we're like, oh, you know, shit. Like, I've, hey, honestly, I'd be pissed if I have 10K plays on fucking Spotify on my next single. But it is what it is. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But I yeah. think what I'm, my point is more like when I see one of my tunes that came out way, way and has like 200, 300,000 plays on Spotify alone, I'm, yeah. I'm mind blown. You know, I'm like, yeah. bro, this is, this is dope. This is a lot of fucking plays, yeah. you know. So that feeling is just priceless, and yeah, it's it takes longer. It's gonna take longer, you know. We don't have all the, I don't have the reach that most of these labels have, but fuck it, you know. I'm just gonna do it on my own, and it's gonna release a lot of music. I, I think the thing is, is though, <clears throat> a lot of some labels have a crazy amount of reach, but the reach is more so for the big guys on the labels, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. And it's not necessarily for the individual tracks, because I think that's kind of necessarily not not all the time. I mean, I'm tell me if I'm talking shit, but I think a lot of the reach is mostly for the main people. You could release the best record in the world, and it could be from somebody that the labels never released before, and no one really knows, and then not many people will jump on it because they don't know. Yeah. And then you do get the odd, like, odd one that just absolutely is so good that you cut, no one can miss, if you know what I mean. But I think what you're doing, it goes back to that gra- grassroots stuff, is that you're, you're building something that is yours, that you have full power over. Yeah. And you can say yes or no, or you can pull whatever you want, you can sign whatever you want, and you can release whenever you want, whatever you want. As much as you want, you could release a, a release every week. Yeah, you could release a release every day. You could re- whatever it's amazing. you want to do. Yeah. No, seriously, it's, it's unreal. It's unreal. It's so fast, and and it's if you're not gonna do DJ promos and stuff like that, if you're just literally just gonna release your music, uh, it's fairly cheap. It's cheap to do so. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everyone Super can do cheap. it. Like literally, whoever yeah. like is listening right now, and you're wondering if it's a, th- a thing you can do. It is a thing you can do. It's a thing you can do easily. You go on TuneCore or yeah. whatever else. Like I don't know what you what do you use. I don't even remember what I use, but I use. Uh, we we use we have a distribution deal with label label. A uh, label engine, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You could yeah. do just go on their website and then just literally like. You made a tune, you can have it on it. all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, yeah. everything, everything, everything for like, I don't know, like five, ten bucks or whatever. Uh, it would be, yeah. it would be everywhere, you know, and that's all it takes, literally. It's amazing. Yeah, it's super easy, man. It's super easy. Yeah, really. it's, and I guess that's the, that is the one thing about like before, like now it's the digital age and now... Even like iTunes isn't kind of really as big as it used to be, but now we've got Apple Music and Spotify. Like it's the, it's digital, it's just air. You're just selling air. Yeah. You're not selling a vinyl. You're not selling a CD. You don't need to like pay these upfront costs. And yeah, you might have to pay a designer to do your artwork or whatever, but come on, compared to dropping a thousand bucks to print 300 records, it's, it's nothing. But look, um, you know, f- just fucking take a picture on google image and just like flip the colors around and then that's it that's your thing like it's you know i mean it's just like even that like 
yeah, if you want to have a, something pro or you don't really know how to use Photoshop, then yeah, fair enough. Get someone that needs, you know, but if you broke and you really just need to do D, you know, DIY, DIY, fucking, wait, what? DUI? Do it yourself. DIY. DIY, man. DIY. DUI. DUI is when you get arrested for drink driving, man. That's the last one I remember. Uh, but yeah, you know. <laughs> anyway, there's, uh, there's uh, you know. French alcoholics. Yeah, DIY. Do you do this yourself? Whatever. DIY. No, DIY. DIY. I'm <laughs> dyslexic, bro. Just chill the fuck out. Same, but come on. <laughs> DIY. DIY. I said it. <laughs> DIY. Um, point is, you can just do it yourself. Everything, everything, everything can be done. You don't have to, like, pay anybody you just do everything yourself and then done and then when you start making money then start paying people you know then start like yeah. you know investing in yourself and investing in people and then you're good that's the thing but uh fuck i love i love using i th- yeah, go on. i think you nailed it then it's investing in people yeah it's it's both I, it's I th- and both. i think that's i think that's what a lot of a lot of people don't realize is that it's not it's investing in people and yeah some people aren't gonna necessarily invest back into you and i'm not saying just money i'm saying time and other artists and kind of how you can kind of grow that relationship and by investing that time into people you really do you grow really good art and you grow really good friendships and i think with really good friendships and really good art is kind of when it's at the best generally 100 percent, 100 percent. now it's amazing to be able to do to to be able to do that for others and it's a selfish thing too you do it for others because it makes you feel good and also you do it for others because you know you creating a cycle that is healthy for everybody so that's really that's really a big a, a massive one for me um so that's that's awesome but you know again like i fucking love i think right now we have a lot of time to I, I don't like to say we because i don't know a lot of people don't actually even have time right now it's not true i have a lot of time yeah so it's good but if you do have a lot of time maybe it's like a, a good time to start learning like photoshop or you know like you know fucking like premiere or something like because all that is or ableton or whatever but if you already do music then it's a good thing it's good skill to know how to use like photoshop or whatever because you can do all your covers you can do all yeah. your logos you can do all your, I, I do all my shit do you know what i mean so that's like a massive yeah. plus um i think so yeah that's uh that's really that's really it Hi. um what's the uh what do you have cooking what's uh what's your i know so we have hallelujah next and then after that do we can we do we know what you have or hallelujah next and then i've actually i've actually gone against what i said and I've just signed a record to another label. Um, so I've just signed an EP to you, Patrick Toppin's label, Trick. Okay. Um, which <clears throat> is something that I would never release by myself, purely because I just, it's not what I want to put out on my label. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. I think I've sent you, did I send you, um, I don't think I sent you Let's Rave, did I? No. I don't it's like just like a really hard techno-y kind of ravey record. Did, did and you, then did you, I've d- you were playing it. Yeah, you were playing at your sets. 
Yeah, but you wouldn't have heard it because it's pretty new. I've only had it for like the last three shows. Gotcha. Um, I put it on Instagram and Patrick hit me up. I was like, mate, can you send that to me? Um, so I sent it to him. We've just signed a three-track EP here. So I, I think that's going to come out after um, Hallelujah. Amazing. And then I have the collab with MK. It's coming out. We're not too sure just because of all of our release dates have kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I've got Father, which you obviously you've got the stems for. Yeah. Kind of. So... <laughs> Someone else kind has. The, what do you mean? Someone else has the stems, but no. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say too much. No, you don't. Um, but yeah, so I'm done for the year. We. I also have a collab with Eli Brown that's supposed to be coming out on my label. Um, but like, literally, my release schedule is done for the year. Amazing. It was done for the year last year. So. Amazing. Um yeah, I've just I've just done a Duke DeMont remix actually. Yeah. Um I saw you were posting about this. I'll send you it. I think yeah. you might like it. It might be a bit trancy for you. But I just also did the Faithless remix. Yeah. I think you'll like that. It's a bit yeah. tougher. I'll send that to you. Oh, I want to hear that. Yes. Yeah. That's a big It's a shame because Yeah. Maxi isn't Maxi Jazz isn't part of the group anymore, I don't think. Oh. Um So what? But they've got George I th- Who's on the vocals? So I think it's George the Poet. Okay. Which is, he's dope. It's kind of fucking um, dope too, yeah. But not yeah, the same. I think it's, it sounds, it sounds very much like Maxi, like George the Poet. Yeah. But it's still like Maxi Jazz is like, Maxi Jazz and Sister Bliss are literally the reason why I do this. So it would have been dope. That would have been sick. There record. was this, the most horrendous, awful, um, um, fucking hoax that he died. Did you follow that? What? Yeah. So fuck no. Yeah. So one day I woke up and then uh, and then I see like Maxi Jazz like dead. Duh, duh, duh. I was like I was like what? And I start googling and uh-huh. I said duh, 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 but then I realized it was a lie. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah. Fucking people. Can you remember when they did that with David Guetta as well? Yeah. Guetta, Guetta. It's not Guetta, is it? I don't know. You're French. I'm not. Oh. You tell me. <laughs> He's uh, for anybody that's not seeing uh, Born Days, just brought his child into the room. Are you doing? AKA the dog. Are you doing, my baby? She owns. She owns me. She does. She totally does. But yeah. uh. No, I'm sure they do it. They do it with a lot of <laughs> with a lot of artists. I just didn't know. It's ridiculous. I'm so, <laughs> super wrong. I don't know why it's they disgusting. would. Disgusting. Who the fuck wakes up and be like, "I want to start a rumor that someone's dead." I like, know. come on. I know. I mean, I can see <laughs> it's like so people are hateful, and that they would be like, "Fuck David Guetta," which is awful, you know, because um, he's fucking. He's a fucking legend. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He you is don't a fucking like legend. you know what like get your fucking facts straight and go into the history of like dance music and electronic music and then get back yeah. to us like you fucking asshole. Anyway, that was just like a <laughs> rant over. Yeah, I just fucking I don't listen to his music. Of course, he's done like the things he's done over the years, like recently and whatever. Like you know, but that guy's OG. Well, he's just made money. 
He's made he's money. money over the last year. He's made years. money, but he's OG. He's OG. So, anyway, uh, I can see why people would hate on him and <laughs> say he's dead. <laughs> but Maxi Jazz. What the fuck? He's like the best. Why would you even say that? But some people, it was funny. I saw some, some memes that he was just like, he's 80 years old because he looks so like, you know. Well, he is old. He's old. I don't not, know how old he is. He's not 80. How old is he? How old is Maxi Jazz? I'd say like 50. Mate, he's 62. Oh, oh good damn. Born in 1957. Raw, that is OG. I saw him not so long ago. I saw him last year. He he was doing um he was doing the Pete Tong and the London Orchestra um show, which was like the Ibiza Classics. I went to the O2 Arena and it was just unreal. Amazing. Um but he came out and like stole the show. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Insom Insomnia was out in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Dude, I was five years old. Yeah, dude, it's mad. Shit, the bad. <laughs> God is a DJ 98. And then we come one. That was the one that you were in the video. Yeah. I love that you were in the video. Yeah. Kind of jealous, to be fair. It's classic times. With your long hair. 2001. I'm working on the long hair again. So that's still, I'm trying to get that same look. We've started, we've gone round in a circle now, starting from yeah. talking about <laughs> maybe it's, no hair and now talking about your long hair. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the, it's the sign we need to stop this. How long are we? It are, is the time. Is it, we've, dude, we've done an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, we're good. We don't want to bore people too much. Let's, um, let's, uh, let's call it a day. But um, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to plug my gaming streaming night that you need to get to people if you're a gamer. Uh, it's gonna be every other. How, how? Yeah. How can people follow you generally on Instagram and Twitter and all that? In lot? general, it's all at Born Dirty Music at Born Dirty Music, uh, and for the label is at Wayway Records. W A Y W A Y Records, and uh, yeah, that's about it. And then we are gonna do a biweekly Smash Bros tournament. Um, on Switch, Nintendo Switch. Um, so if you're a player and you want to participate, um, it's going to be uh, presented by Hard. And I don't know if it's Hard and Insomniac, but it's definitely Hard. Uh, hard Fest and myself, we're going to do this every other Sunday. Uh, it's a 16-player uh, tournament. So you need to come in like early if you want to you want to get uh, a slot to play and then that's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be streamed on, on Twitch and and all that shit. I act like I know what I'm talking about. I actually don't. <laughs> I've never <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it before. So <laughs> but it'll be fine. I just bought all the gear for it so you know it's going to come through and then um, but yeah that's about it. So uh, well let me know when you're doing it and I can help promote it just I'll put it all on my Instagram. Wicked, man. Chill out no, there, baby. That'd be great. And then, uh, I mean, I'm assuming everyone knows where to find you, but, you know, fuck it. Just say, it. where can they find you? Where, they, where can they find me? At DJ Will Clark. DJ Will Clark. On Instagram and Twitter. Amazing. What about yeah. the, and the label? All we have is now. At all we have is now official on Instagram. 
Amazing. Kind of long, but cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Very long. <laughs> Very long. Unlike my hair. <laughs> but like your beard. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, exactly. always a positive sign. Um, right, man. Thanks for having Big me. Big love. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. I will... Catch you very soon. Keep safe out there and big love. All right. Love you, man. Loads of love. Bye. Bye. Yo, yo. That is a wrap. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, send it over to your mates, your granddad, your nan, your auntie, whoever. Spread the love of uh, the Will Clark podcast. See you next time. <laughs>